You're listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. Hello, everyone. This is Liz Harvey coming to you from our RazorCast studios in New York City, where we are dedicated to bringing you top-quality advice from many of the leading expert professionals across the U.S. In today's episode, we are speaking with Dr. Anthony Manzella. Dr. Manzella is the Director of Physical Therapy at Ferraro Spine and Rehabilitation, which is a multi-specialty wellness facility serving northern New Jersey and the New York metro area for the past 18 years. Dr. Anthony Manzella is a graduate of the University of Medicine and Dentistry of New Jersey. He developed his passion for health and wellness by training and conditioning some of the area's most successful middle school, high school, and college athletes. Dr. Manzella is a performance enhancement specialist, and he routinely works with athletes as well as patients going through rehabilitation. Dr. Manzella is widely considered to be one of the top doctors of physical therapy in the country, and he is also a contributing member of our national network of industry professionals. Today we are going to talk about a very important topic, daily maintenance tips to better movement health. Hi, Dr. Manzella. How are you today? Hi, Liz. Great to talk to you. Well, thanks for joining us, and I'm going to dive right in. So could you please explain what the phrase movement health means? Well, movement health is is something that we talk a lot about in our office. You know, today the, the injury rates are at an all-time high, and a lot of that has to do with, one, inactivity, but the other thing has to do with variety um, in the way that we move. So it's now more important than ever that we have an optimal movement health. So what is movement health? So movement health has to do with basically our ability to move freely in all directions in various movements and actions um, under varying stresses or loads um, with ease. So that is anything that you really need to do in a daily in a daily um, activity, such as, say, squatting down to pick up your child, lunging, changing, uh, pivoting, changing direction, reaching for something, balancing, lifting, carrying, the list goes on and on. But it's basically a lot of things that end in the, the letters I-N-G. And movement health really is prerequisites to specific exercises um, and many exercise programs. So before entering into an exercise program, it's good to kind of um, have a starting point, a foundation of good movement health, and that really um, will help reduce injury, um, help performance, and help make exercise feel uh, the way it should be, which is 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 um, is ease of movement, um, along with uh, you know continuing to challenge your body uh, through time. Okay, so what are some of your top tips? to better movement health? Well, the first thing is to explore. Explore your body and to explore your capabilities and limitations. You know, simple general stretches, such as like reaching down to touch your toes, kind of get a sense of where you feel tension. Do you feel tension in your calves or your hamstrings or your glutes or your back? Um, and just reach your hands overhead and kind of extend backwards and, and see if you feel some compression in your back or do you feel lengthening through the front of your hips. Um, just getting a good sense of where you're restricted 
and where you move freely is a good place to start. Um, you know, also when you're walking, when you're doing kind of daily activities such as bending or lifting, it's important to kind of, you know, get a good kinesthetic sense or a feeling of what's going on in your body when you do these activities. And if there's areas that are restricted, then it's good to kind of uh, bring that to the attention of your coach or your uh, trainer or your physical therapist to kind of guide you with what you need to do to help that. Um, the other thing is that you need to move in a variety of different ways. You know, your bodies, you know, our, our ancestors, when they were running, when they were running, they weren't running on concrete or hard surfaces like we are. They were running through the woods, so they were running over rocks and around trees. So when you're running, change directions, run backwards, run forwards, run sideways, skip, uh, shuffle, move in different directions, and that will kind of help build a, a greater sphere of uh, ability in all different directions, and that will allow you to improve your movement health. The last thing would be to find a skilled movement professional, such as a physical therapist, to help kind of get you on track and develop a specific plan, um, not a plan you find on YouTube or on the Internet, but a specific plan that will help you achieve better movement abilities. Okay, and do you recommend daily goal setting to keep people on track? Um, yes and no. I, I, I think goal setting is, is a phenomenal way to keep you on track of your, you know, in many parts of your life. Um, you know, and if you're, if you're training for a certain event or a race, then, then goal setting is definitely something that's required and, and definitely going to keep you um, moving towards your goal. However, you know, just setting more of a daily reminder than anything um, because habit formation does take a, a, a good amount of time. Habit formation takes at a minimum of four weeks. So developing, um, you know, kind of setting aside some time, you know, 15, 20 minutes to get your body moving, um, that will kind of help at least start you on the, the right path to, to better movement health. You know, the, the other thing is if you are goal setting for an event or a race, the, the real key to that is being very specific in what you're trying to accomplish. Um, make sure it's measurable. So if I'm going to run, you know, 20 minutes and I'm going to increase that, the next time I'm going to run 24 minutes and just be very specific and make sure you can measure it and be on a timeline. If your goal is to is to race um, an event in two months, then you can kind of chart out how and how long um, it's going to take you to get to, to say, that three three mile, three point three mile, five k uh, race. Okay. And do you have a recommendation for a daily time schedule uh, that works best for most people? So if they want to get started uh, with a new routine. Do you have uh, any particular time of day that works the best? You know, each person is different based on um, their yeah. lifestyle and and what their daily activities are. Um, I always think it's best to kind of set your day, kind of set the table 
for for what's going to happen that day. So getting it getting it done first thing in the morning um, is always best. That's a little personal for me, um, but you really have to just go by what each person's uh, scheduling limitations are. You know, if if it's a parent with kids, I got to get out to school. Uh, the morning's probably too hectic of a time um, to kind of get it done. However, you know, it may require you to get up a little bit early, you know, 15, 20 minutes early to, to, to get your body um, moving, whether it's doing some stretching or doing some self-myofascial work, such as like foam rolling or using a tennis ball on kind of trigger points and, and, um, and tightened areas. Um, you know, also maybe getting it done before bed, you know, at the end of the day where the kids are asleep and uh, you have a little time to yourself. So it's it's not always um, what the best schedule is for everybody. It's more individual and, and what works for, for each individual person. But the real key to it is just getting it in, just getting that 15, 20 minutes of that kind of self-care, um, and, and you're going to start feeling better. Okay, great. And how long before people see results in their new routines? How do you encourage people not to give up if they are not seeing results right away? <laughs> this is something that happens every day. You know, people get discouraged very easily these days, and I, I think it's all of us. I mean, uh, you, what people have to realize is that what the results that they see in in weeks, like a week or two is really your your body's nervous system getting used to, say, a f stretch or a flexibility type exercise. But the real structural changes that happen within the tissue take months to, to even a year to change. So I, I try to educate people on the fact that things do take time and that it's going to take, you know, a while for your body to adjust to new range of motion and, um, um, and, and better movement health, I mean, it, it, that's really what it comes down to is it just takes some time. You know, and if they're not seeing the results, even in a couple weeks, then we need to modify what they're doing um, so that they do see the results. But, you know, we all need encouragement. So people will always require that encouragement, but the real key to it is just educating them on um, what they should feel and how long um, you know, what kind of timeline they're looking at when it comes to improving, whether it's flexibility or strength or uh, pain. Um, these things do take some time. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Manzella. We know you are extremely busy, so we just want to thank you for your time and help today. Oh, pleasure talking to you. Thank you, Liz. Thanks so much. And for our listeners across the country, if you are interested in speaking with Dr. Anthony Manzella, you can either go online to www.ferraro.spine.com or call 973-478-2212 to schedule an appointment. And on behalf of our entire team at Razorcast, we want to thank you for listening, and we look forward to bringing you more top-quality content from our country's leading industry professionals. You've been listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals.